Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to this week's podcast, uh, episode 112. Uh, so uh, getting up there, getting old. But anyways, yeah, uh, you may notice a new face. Uh, we have Emily, a.k.a. Mystique Siren, also a.k.a. Siren, because it's a really long name to put on her picture. So It was like, it was um, like this long. It was yeah. like this long. <laughs> yeah. So, but anyways, uh, welcome. Um, so as you can see, I'm Travis. I'm Justin. I didn't know if you're pointing at me or not. I guess I'm pointing at Emily, however I point there. Yeah, and that's Emily right there. You're over here on me. Yeah, I don't know how that works. But anyways, uh, yeah, Terry uh, is not with us currently, maybe joining us later. Um, But yeah, so Emily is now a new face uh, on Nerds with Mics. Uh, I do believe it's going to be a reoccurring thing. So be excited for that. She's going to bring a really good good vibe to the – to the uh, podcast also uh all the borderland news you could possibly stand because uh that's one of her favorite things is uh you can see maybe behind her by all that borderland stuff um but yeah so uh so yeah looking forward to it yeah um as always we want everybody to participate as much as they can so feel free to uh to write in comment also i've seen your comment justin hello uh back to you yeah hello Um, so let's go ahead and get started. Some of the things we're going to talk about today, just kind of give you an overall, just uh, a sneak peek. So we're going to talk about Netflix, uh, possibly getting into the um, uh, the gaming world. Uh, we're going to talk about Steam Deck announcement. We're going to talk a, a little bit about Borderlands because I think we may have uh, forgot to mention some stuff during our E3 episode that yep. Emily may have shooken her fist at us with and yelled to the sky. Uh, we're also going to talk about the, uh, th- the Loki finale and just our thoughts and, and theories and then we're going to answer a couple of uh, listener questions as well. So I don't think I missed anything, but if I did, we'll figure it out along the way. So let's go ahead and get started. So um, let's talk about Netflix first. Uh, I think all of us probably watch uh, Netflix every once in a while, right? Mm-hmm. A little bit too much, probably. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Do it. We, we probably watch it so much that it, it asks us if we're still watching. That's probably how much we watch it. Right. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh wait. Uh, yeah. So supposedly they're going to be getting into gaming news, or not gaming news, but the gaming industry. Um, so because of this, so some of the things they've made it very vocal. You all remember um, when Netflix used to do like the whole they would physically mail you, <laughs> mail you the movies. You would watch it, and then it goes back to them. Just think about how much that's changed, right? Um, so supposedly uh, they've definitely voiced their their. Um, their interest in wanting to get into the gaming uh, industry. And now supposedly uh, they've announced a streaming service um, that is going to expand into game content, uh, which is going to be cool uh, as well as obviously the movies and TV show uh, TV shows they already have established. Um, so how do we know this? Well, let me tell you why there was a data. There was somebody that decided to, to mine some data around uh yeah justin i just realized that <laughs> we'll get into that after this totally forgot about that i was so excited to get the news i forgot about what i we know were. you're just like so pumped to talk about this <laughs> I, know. I know let's go but we'll, we'll talk about this and then we'll get into that how about that so sure i just want to let you know yeah yeah i appreciate it uh so anyways uh so yeah there was some data that was recently mined from uh their website and what was uncovered is a possible partnership between netflix and sony and, uh, you know, they're thinking that this could be possibly one of the biggest uh, PlayStation brands to get into the gaming uh, gaming streaming service. So we all know we've all talked about how um, 
Game Pass by far trumps anything that Sony's done as far as, uh, you know, anything game related is, you know, and a service, I should say, Xbox Live, uh, Game Pass. And do we think this is maybe a way to possibly be an actual contender with uh, with Xbox, with Microsoft? What do you all think? Uh, is it, I mean, is it going to be like, like, because you've already got like Stadia, right? Which is the cloud streaming. Right. Um, is right. it going to be cloud streaming or is it going to be they're going to be like Gamefly and send you the games? Like, is it like how is it going to be both? Is it? Yeah. No, nah, I think it's going to be more of the digital base, kind of like Netflix already is. Right. Um, where you'll pay like a monthly service fee and it'll be kind of like PlayStation now is where you can download the game digitally and play it. Um, yeah. But it will just be obviously an expanded library because Netflix is obviously going to be able to probably have a lot of these different um Oh, yeah. Different licenses and things like that. So um, I think it could potentially be a huge deal because I can tell you right now, PlayStation now is less than Game Pass <laughs> as far as like overall quality and value. Um, Justin, what's your thoughts? I mean, I think at the moment, you know, details are a little scarce. We're, it's all speculation yeah. at this point. Um, it really depends on what path they do decide to take. Will every uh like netflix is available on every console already i believe except maybe the switch will will i be able to play games on every console so if there is a partnership with sony i know ghost of tsushima was mentioned can i boot up the netflix app on my xbox or my ipad and play ghost of tsushima like what what does this mean i mean there's just so many possibilities and there's also a lot of possible shortcomings that we could uh be met with yeah yeah i agree with that and i think too I think too, if, if anything, it might be like a timed exclusive where uh, we'll say the first year of the service, you know, is going to be strictly on PlayStation while they obviously figure out all the kinks and acquire more license deals and things like that. And then eventually probably open up to uh, other platforms. So I could see something like this being really popular on um, uh, something we're going to talk about later, which is the Steam Deck, but also possibly the Nintendo Switch, you know, these portable consoles. I could see that being a big thing uh, with these as well. So. I, I'm excited about it, but I think you're right. What? Yeah. What is it? No, I was just, I was just saying, yeah, like I think it, it could work. It's either going to bomb or it's going to explode, uh, which is the same thing, <laughs> I guess. You know what I mean? It's either yeah, going to yeah. do really well or it's going to do really bad. Um, I don't think it's going to, there's going to be an in-between. So. And yeah. I, I honestly can't think of a time when Netflix failed at something. I mean, True. I kind of feel like all that they've done, has been innovative and successful. So, I mean, if they think that they can do it, I, I believe that they can. I just want to know exactly what it is. I hope we get more details on that soon. Yeah, because you also have to think about, like, with Gamefly being a thing, right? Like, yeah. what happens to Gamefly at this point? Um, yeah, they probably die. Die Gamefly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I, yeah, I just imagine, I mean, because Gamefly is still doing – like physically mailing you the games, yes. right? Like they're, it's not really digital with them. I think right? they have a digital PC component. Um, I think they used to, I don't know if they still do or not, but um, I mean, it wasn't very impressive at the time. Which and Stadia is doing pretty well. Like the Google state, like the, the their cloud stuff. Um, I recently um, like the content, the borderlands content creation team, they actually did a whole entire YouTube uh, stream of like four, four or five of them just playing Borderlands via the state, via Stadia, via the cloud, and it was like smooth. Um, so I mean, it's possible. You just have to have, you do have to have good internet, though. Like that's yeah. that is the key. There yeah. is 
the internet. So I um I've been using a little bit of XCloud lately. Yeah. And uh, you know, I, I I have pretty pretty good internet, um, pretty good download speeds, and upload speeds, and it, it's still hit and miss. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's me or them, or maybe a combination of both. But there are very few games that I would want to fully play on XCloud. Now I have also tried Stadia. I actually beta tested that um, before it was called Stadia, and it was very impressive at the time. I have not really, uh, I haven't really tried it since. Um, I have tried GeForce now. Um, it was okay, but I mean. I feel like they all have a ton of potential to, to be really successful if, you know, we can kind of get, I don't know, all the kinks worked out with latency. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think I think cloud-based stuff is the way of the future, but I definitely feel like it's still almost in kind of the early stages, and it will only get better from here. Um, but, yeah, no, I'm excited for the potential of them bringing a gaming service, but, yeah, I think there's still too many questions to really know. Um you know how it's going to be and like emily said it's either going to be hit or miss right no, not really going to be an in between so uh all right well now that i have uh derailed this uh derailed this podcast completely um we're now going to go back in time and i'm going to say hey guys welcome to the podcast that's the part where we all talk about what we've been up to but more importantly um emily i want to start with you because um for people watching, this may be the first time that they've seen you. You were on our podcast a few times uh, before, but it's been a really long time ago. Oh, yeah. It's been a while. It's been a few yeah. years. <laughs> yeah. So why don't you take some time to um, to tell our listeners uh, where they can find you, what you do, uh, and just what you've been up to, and then, uh, and then you can pass it to Justin. Sure. Um, so uh, I stream on Twitch. Um, I'm affiliate on Twitch. Just to actually hit 10K followers on Twitch. Uh, which is which is pretty awesome. Um, and here in the last, it actually just kind of hit a year um, that I've been full time streaming, um, and I could kind of just dove deep into that. COVID, COVID caused that, and and uh, you know, I uh, it, it's been the best best thing that I could have done for my mental health, <laughs> which is uh, which is good. So, um, but yeah, no, I, I mainly play Borderlands on Twitch. Um, I've been uh, featured on the Borderlands uh, channel, like the actual uh, Bordercast is what they call it. It's a weekly podcast as well, uh, where they talk about Borderlands and just Borderlands and that's all. And the news surrounding Borderlands and all that. So I've been on that quite a few times and uh, and I just, you know, I enjoy, I enjoy just hanging out and playing uh, that. I play a little bit of Phasophobia uh, here and there just for, you know, giggles and uh and yelling at the ghost and and whatnot um it's a fun game yeah it is super fun i actually have a friend who is part of the borderlands content creation team his name is vanderforge and he is a he calls himself the hype viking of of twitch because he's just super loud he's louder than me like if you guys think i'm loud like he's he screams and he's loud and we just go into phasmophobia and just yell and scream at the ghost um and call them (laughs) names and stuff it's it's a it's a grand old time um, Travis, have you played yeah. Phasmophobia? So, I have not. I have no idea what you're talking about. That would be a fun so, one for the three of us to stream, honestly. That would be a good one. It's very fun. Okay. It's it's really good. Um, but yeah, so I'm just, like I said, it's Mystique Siren everywhere you go. So I'm on Twitch. I'm on YouTube trying to do YouTube videos, um, do a few build videos here and there. And um but uh, here this past week, I've been I've not been streaming. So if you go back and look, you probably won't find any videos because I've been a little ill um as of late so um yeah but uh twitter instagram twitch 
all the same. Seek Siren is right there. So, yeah, <laughs> it's right there. Oh. And there. There it is. And there. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks for the introduction. And like I said, uh, Siren's going to be on here uh, pretty much every week uh, going forward. Uh, so if you have any questions uh, for her specifically, feel free to write in. Um, you know, I'm pretty sure she she knows literally probably everything that we know and probably more because she definitely probably games more than all of us combined. But anyways. The bunny uh, ears Jessica, aren't real, by the way. Just yeah. Just in case yeah. anybody wants. No. They're not part of my head. That's a shame. I know. Right? I, I only invited you because I thought they were real. I know. <laughs> but <Do> anyways, <laughs> Justin, what have you been up to? Uh, yeah, I've uh, just been doing some light gaming. Uh, I think I'm going to jump back into Final Fantasy XIV here pretty soon. I wasn't dabbling a little bit in Ark. Uh, we did go to King's Island this week. Uh, it was always a really fun time. Um, watched Space Jam 2, which um, I don't know if, if the Hummy Flip is still in the chat. I got to let him know right now, Space Jam 2 is way better than Space Jam 1. What? Uh, no, I'm no. kidding. He sent me a oh. message. He sent me a message, and he's, I don't have my phone because it's my camera. But uh, it said something like, if any of you say that Space Jam 2 is better, I'll kill you or something like that. Oh, no. Um, yeah, I saw Space Jam 2. I'll have maybe thoughts about that later if we want to talk about it. may save that for whenever Terry joins, if he yeah. joins tonight. Um with Kings Island, celebrated my wife's birthday, went out with Travis. Uh, was that yesterday? It was yesterday. Yeah. God bless. Today feels like it's been like three days. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, just hanging out, doing boring doing stuff. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, so me personally, uh, I actually, last Thursday uh, was the last night of a class that I've been taking. So that was good. Um, I've also, uh, been doing a little light gaming as well. Um, today I actually picked Ratchet and Clank back up. I had been playing that, um, and then set it down and actually picked it up and played a little bit today before the podcast. Um, and then I also, uh, hung out with Justin yesterday. As he said, we went to a local, uh, barcade and, uh, I had to show him my skills in Smash Brothers because I dominated his space. Yeah, he did. And then, and then also, I had to show him my skills in Super Punch Out because I feel like he thought I wasn't very good at that game, but I, I proved him wrong. Yeah, it's like I'm like Rain Man in that game. I don't know why. I just it's one of those games I just play. And I was setting the high scores everywhere, and he kept telling me I was going to die, and I kept disappointing him. It was probably one of the it's probably the second greatest day of my life, to be honest. Really? Nice. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Right. Well. Yeah. There I like how. I like how nobody asked me what the first was. I'm not going to answer that. Anyways, um, other than let's that. Hear it. No, uh, let's hear it. No, no, no. Let's go back. What is it? It's the day I was born. Duh. Oh, <laughs> is it? Is it? Okay. <laughs> but anyways, um, that's pretty much all I've been up to. Uh, took my dog on a walk today. Uh, that was nice. Came home, for, uh, came home for lunch and went on a nice walk with my dog. But... Other than that, that's pretty much all I've been up to. Um, I am planning um, on starting up Mass Effect because Justin and I actually purchased the um, the remaster on PS5, and I figured, you know what? I put it off long enough. Maybe now's the time. It's time. Just, I just need you to tell me if I just need to watch a video about one and skip and start playing two, or if I just no, need to go all no. play it with the uh, play it with the new uh, updates. It, it feels much better. <laughs> Uh, well, Justin, uh, Justin, um, in the comments, not Justin, my co-host, but uh, the Pussycats are fine, Justin. He wanted to know how the Pussycats were. Uh, they're good. They're scattered. They're scattered throughout. Um, 
I'm sure I'm sure they'll be making an appearance later. Uh, typically, uh, typically uh, they'll come around at some point. Uh, just fingers crossed. But yeah, they're fine. That comment caught me off guard. I think he's just yeah. trying to trick when you, me. When up. you just said when you said Justin, I was like, what? Because I was alt tabbed out. I was looking for a Commander Shepard picture to throw up, but now it's way too late. So I'm not yeah, gonna try. Way too late. Yeah, yeah. Way too late. Uh, I was like, what are you talking about? But then I went back and saw the comment. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, without further ado, let's actually talk about um, let's talk about uh, I'm trying to figure this out uh, all in real time here. Uh, let's let's talk about the stream deck now that we're all updated steam deck the steam deck yeah the stream deck is something else that is something else you probably have one of those don't you uh emily yeah she does i it's do right here. Yeah, right here. yeah yeah i figured you did completely separate thing yeah yeah but uh but yeah not the stream deck but the steam deck uh is a handheld device that uh is basically the PC version of a Switch that runs basically your Steam library and pretty much anything else. Uh, it runs um, Steam OS, which is a form of uh, Linux, but uh, they've also confirmed that you can actually wipe it and install Windows and pretty much watch whatever you want to or play anything you want to on it. Um, did you guys have a chance to check this out? I pre-ordered one. Um, and I think Justin pre-ordered one as well, right? It was a $5 reservation. Kind of took me back to GameStop days. It was I a $5, know. Res- $5 yeah. reservation, and you could cancel it if you decide you don't want it. So I thought, you know what? I'll, I'll throw $5 down yeah. on it just in case. So does um, it make you, like, does it, like, charge you when it, like, ships? Like, did you have to put a credit card in um, to, to no, do that type no, thing? No, you put your $5 down and you're buying just a $5 reservation slot. And then um, when your time comes, they email you to have you actually purchase it. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because I would have been like, I don't have the 500 yeah or and whatever I, now so yeah, yeah. and i want to wait and see like how it runs some like mm-hmm. really graphically intensive games i want to see it yeah. run like cyberpunk and uh maybe like valhalla and stuff like that before i really pull the trigger but i i do i did reserve my spot um i loved i loved how they announced it on the day that switch oled pre-orders went yeah. live that's yeah. such a good move there was uh, a somebody had posted that you could essentially wipe it and put a Nintendo Switch emulator on it. Yeah. If you yeah, wanted probably. to. I mean, you could, so. I mean, realistically, you could put PS4 or PS yeah. Remote Play on it. You could put PS Now on it, yeah. Xbox on it, and then mm-hmm. uh, Dolphin if you you know you want to go down that road. Yeah. But uh, yeah. uh, Justin's Werner wants to know is, is it? It's like a Switch. Uh, is it like a it Switch? Um, yeah. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. it's a, it's just a, it's a gaming PC, but handheld. Um, yeah. So it really, you got to get out of your the mindset that it's a console. It does come with Steam OS, which it makes it kind of appear as a console. But you can uninstall it and install Windows and make it a laptop in your pocket, pretty yeah. much. Um, yeah, I have some notes here. Uh, it's powered by an AMD Zen two CPU and AMD RD RDN four two GPU. And 16 gigs of RAM, which I think the Switch only has six gigs of RAM, if yeah. I recall. Well, pretty and low. they did say that there's going to be a lot of games that you're not going to be able to play on this because of anti-cheat software. So oh. you're not going to be able to play like uh, like Destiny because Destiny requires anti-cheat software. Really? Um, I, didn't, um, yeah. I didn't hear that. There's, wow. a, there's an article saying that there's a lot of these online games that are not going to be able to be played on here. 
because to run the game, you have to be running the anti-easy cheat software. So. But my but my question is is if essentially you could wipe the thing and install Windows on it, what's to keep you from yeah. actually installing the anti software? Probably could. Then. You probably yeah. could. Yeah. I'm I wonder if you come up with a workaround for that between now and whenever this thing actually releases, because that yeah. seems kind of like a, yeah. a downer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Go ahead, Emily. No, I was just saying. Yeah, it definitely does. Yeah. Like a yeah. Like some of the meet, meet. <laughs> <laughs> some of the features uh, that I thought were kind of cool. Um, so it has built in microphone. So if you're doing any kind of online, um, online gaming, the microphone's built like right into the actual console itself, which is kind of cool. Um, it has Bluetooth where the switch does not have Bluetooth. So you can virtually use, uh, any headphones. I know that IGN got time to do a hands-on and they, he was able just to connect his AirPods to it and use his AirPods as his headphones while he played. Um, so I thought that was a, a really nice feature. Uh, obvious obviously is a USB type C, which is great to see. Um, you know, with the newer technology, um, the configures that obviously if you're looking at it, it is very much a, a, uh, a switch look to it. However, what's really neat about it, um, is it has two built-in track pads that kind of act as, um, like mouse pads essentially. So if you're playing a game that requires a little bit more precision, um, cause I definitely, I watched somebody play portal using just the tap, the touch pads itself, which was kind of neat. Um, and then also on the back, kind of similar to um, uh, to some of the pro controllers you see, it actually has triggers on the back as well that you can program to be other things, kind of like the uh, elite controllers uh, having the paddles on the back, uh, which I thought was really cool too. Here's um, a screen grab real quick from the IGN hands-on thing. That thing is significantly larger than the Switch. It's, it's beefy. <laughs> it is. Yeah. I mean, it's huge. And, and one other thing too to note, um, if you're talking about um, – you know, most consoles is look at the, look at how they decided the thumbsticks go. Mm -hmm. I know most people that use like, um, that use like Xbox controllers. It has the offset yeah. uh, where this is the end line. Uh, and they said the the reason they did this is because of the actual, the trackpad placement. Um, but according to IGN, they said they were kind of concerned about how it was going to feel in the hand initially. Um, but once they started playing it, it made sense to them why it was designed this way. Um, my concern, and this is kind of embarrassing to say, but my concern is, is if you have smaller hands, what is this going to feel yeah. like when you're actually playing it? You know what I mean? Um, cause it, like you all said, it is quite bigger than a, uh, a switch, even though the new switch coming out, the OLED model is a seven inch display. This is also a seven inch display and it is also a 720 uh, P display like the switch is as well. Um, however, the screen is capable of running at 60 hertz, uh, which is kind of cool. And then I know Justin had mentioned um, had mentioned the tech specs, but here it is as well. Um, it also has motion sensing built into it as well, uh, similar to how the uh, the switch does. Uh, and then it runs at slightly higher than 720p. It's uh, 1280 by 800, so just mm -hmm. just slightly higher there. Um, and it also has the ambient light sensor, which will change the screen based on the lighting around you, which is nice. Uh, but yeah, I think it's a really cool concept. Uh, battery life, I think, is going to be a big thing. Anywhere between two to eight hours, depending on what it is you're playing. Um, I think they said, uh, like with Portal 2, for instance, uh, you can expect to get anywhere between four to six hours. But I imagine the higher the settings that you're running and the more graphically intense games are probably going to be closer to the two and uh, the two-hour mark, I would say. Yeah. Um, it is also worth noting... Um, they are making a, um, a dock for it, similar to the Switch dock, 
but it's going to have like HDMI and USBs. Basically, you can dock this thing and use it like a PC on an external monitor. Mouse, um, keyboard, can, all of it. Yeah, you can see the external output, though. Check this out. So if you have a hook to an external display, it's capable of up to 8K support at 60 hertz or capable of 4K at 120 hertz, which okay. is pretty interesting. That is, yeah. I didn't, yeah, that's... Yeah. Hmm. So, so I think this is, let's talk about uh, real quick. Uh, let's talk about who we think this is for. Uh, for me personally, uh, and then I'll get each one of your all's thoughts. For me, I don't own a gaming laptop. Okay. I'll probably would never own a gaming laptop. Um, however, this appeals to me. Um, the fact that, cause most of my games I buy on PC are all through steam. Um, but also the flexibility to be able to, cause you can also install like ep the Epic, uh, Epic software, um, the what's the Epic Game Store? Yeah, Epic Game Store and all the other stores you can put on here and be able to virtually run anything. It's like having a, a super portable PC that you can also dock and use as a, uh, a an external like computer essentially. Mm -hmm. uh, so to me, it, it it appeals to me because I don't have a gaming laptop. I think if you have a gaming laptop, it probably loses some of its appeal. What's your all thoughts? Yeah, I, so I I do have a gaming laptop, and that was one of the things I was considering. Like, do is this something that I need? And in reality, I don't really need any of it. But like, I was thinking, like, what would I use this more than my laptop? And it, honestly, it's I don't know the answer to that question. I mainly use my gaming laptop like if I'm not in my office to play games there. You know, like if I'm just in my living room, even I'll 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 pop it up and play. But like with this. I could take it and play on my lunch break or I could take it and, you know, if I'm riding in a car, I could play or, uh, you know, on vacation and maybe have some downtime or whatever. I feel like it's more it is it is more versatile than an actual laptop um, just because it's so compact and it doesn't require, you know, a mouse or a controller, really, um, like I, I usually pack with my laptop. So I do feel like um, I'm interested I, and I did put the reservation in, but I'm definitely going to wait and see. Cause like all they've yeah. shown so far is like Hades and Jedi fallen order and something else. I can't remember. Death Stranding. Death Stranding. Thank you. I want to see more games with like more chaos going on. Cause even that one shot of Jedi fallen order is like him just encountering like two stormtroopers. I want to yeah. see like, I don't know. I want to see something just completely nutty uh, where, yeah. where it's really going to test the frame rate of this, of this machine. Yeah. Yeah. I, so for me, like I, the main reason why I bought a switch was because I was like, I want to, you know, I want to play like, well, I'm just chilling on the couch. Like I don't want to boot up my, my PC or I don't want to, you know, cause I, everything is in my game room here and having the switch was nice. Cause then I could just sit on the couch, but um, there's, it's gotten to the point to where I've just strictly went PC gaming I've, I've kind of went away from console, from Switch, just in general. And so, like, for me, where I, I'm streaming constantly, and I'm, I'm whenever I'm playing games, I'm more than likely streaming. So having the stream, the, the Steam Deck, and just being able to sit on the couch, and I end my stream playing Borderlands, right? And then I can sit there and have my save file, probably from my PC, have it on my, and cause it's cloud save, if it's cloud yep. save, then it mm -hmm. should be there. I can literally just pick up right where I left off and continue grinding for that perfect role on that gun that I'm looking for in, in, you know, in the living room. Cause Jesse wants to hang out or Jesse, you know, 
you know, is, is watching TV and, you know, we're, we're trying to spend some more time together, but I'm going to yeah. still play video games on the couch. So for me, like that's, that's what I would like it for. And I think a lot of, I think a lot of streamers, because I've been on streamer Twitter a lot here when this released and it was, it went crazy. Streamers went bat shit crazy. They were literally like, I have to have this. They were freaking yeah. out because their account was too old or too new or whatever. Like yeah. they were having all the issues. So I think it's, I think it's for the streamer, honestly. Yeah. And I, I uh, yeah. And I pulled up some of the features here and you're absolutely right. Cloud save is, um, is compatible. So you'll be able to just pick right up where you left off. I also think it's worth noting here. So we were talking about the graphic ability, right? So mm -hmm. one thing worth noting is obviously you can play games straight from it, which that in itself is going to be restricted by what the hardware can do. However, if you have a big gaming rig, like, Emily has, it also does remote play. So you're not using the actual GPU on the actual um, Steam Deck itself. You're streaming it from your PC. So theoretically, you could get a higher quality of game running remotely, um, or you're able to play games that you wouldn't be able to normally play on the Steam Deck, possibly like a cyberpunk type game, but yeah. being able to run it like at a higher setting because you can use remote play. So you're really getting a multitude of devices. And I know that's one of the things that IGN talked about was just how universal this device is, being able to run different types of things, being able to do remote play or play on the device itself. So I'm really excited for the possibility, but I'm also very cautious because I think about things like uh, when they did the, when they, when they made the steam controller, that was super weird. That didn't really have like a lot of buttons. and It was all like rubber touch pads and all sorts of things that like didn't really work out that they just kind of walked away from, yeah. um, you know, and I know that the, the head, um, the, the CEO of steam basically said the big thing that we wanted to, to work on was how well it performed first and foremost, but also secondly, the price, it was very important to them that they got to that three ninety nine dollars price point with the entry level uh, to be a real contender. Because if you think about this price point, Think about the cost of a Switch. Think about the cost of a PS5. And think about the cost of the new Xbox. It's really not that much more to get an actual console. So you could see why they were trying to get in that $400 price range because most people will look at this and be like, well, why would I spend $400 when I can buy, you know, an Xbox uh, Series S or Series, you know what I mean? So I, I think the price point entry level is, is, is very aggressive. But I think that we're going to have to see more before a lot of more people become on board, because I think there's going to be a lot of people that are cautious of the limitations of this, this machine. So, but yeah, yeah. but I'm excited. I am excited. Um, I was trying wait. to find, uh, while you were talking, I was trying to find some comparisons to like last generation consoles. Cause I mean, obviously compared to the new gen of consoles, it's not going to come close, <laughs> but, uh, I yeah. couldn't find any that compared to like the PS4 or or, or Xbox One. Um, I had read something. Now this isn't from a verified source, so I probably shouldn't even be saying it. But what the heck? Um, someone a couple of days ago on Reddit had said that it has a um, a more powerful CPU and GPU than the base PS4 model. So I don't really know what that means. I mean, if you play The Last of Us Part Two, it's stunning. So, I mean, Ghost of Tsushima, stunning. So, um, perhaps we're in for a treat yeah. maybe for the next few years with this thing. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know that they said that they're using all the latest technology as far as mobile mobile processing and mobile power. Um, and I think they said that Jedi Fallen Order, when IGN played Jedi Fallen Order on it, it was running at, um, I think, high settings. Not the highest, but high settings, and it was running just fine. Um, but, but I don't know. I think only time will tell. And I also think it also has to do with the software. How efficient the software is will also determine how well the games run, too. So. Yeah. I think only time will tell, but December is, is it really that far away if you think about it? So mm -hmm. um, hopefully we get more details as, as, as time gets uh, closer. Looks like we have a comment from uh, the homie flip says, I feel this is uh, valve's attempt uh, to be what you wanted from the switch pro and not the OLED. I think that's yeah. Fair yeah. And like, obviously this wasn't, created just overnight whenever they didn't announce the pro this has been something they've been working on for a while but i do like i said I, a, minute, a minute ago i do love the uh the timing of the announcement and flip i don't know if you're here a minute ago space jam 2 is better than space jam 1 that's all i have to say about that yeah he was he's been here since uh 8 32 because he says i'm ready to nerd out so well, look he oh. commented that from youtube though he commented this one from twitch yeah he's, uh, oh, he's all he's over the place. viewers yeah. I mean, twitch that's is cooler I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, um, go ahead, yeah, I don't know. I just I do feel like the timing's perfect though, because I mean I was very uh, <laughs> flip says he'll fight me. Um, <laughs> I was very disappointed when we didn't get a Switch Pro announcement, um, and honestly, I don't know why because I don't really play my Switch that much. I did start playing Skyward Sword, which I forgot to mention at the beginning, um, but like. I mean, I go months without touching my Switch, and I don't really know what I would do with a Pro, but I do play my PC games quite a bit, so I do know I'd play this thing. So, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, we'll just have to wait and see what it gets here, uh, you know, and make our make our decision then. Emily, are you – I know that Justin and I uh, obviously uh, pre-order one, but is it something that – I know – is it something you think you'll get as long as it, it meets all your expectations? Um, like if I had the money to, to do it, yes, because like I said, I've, I've kind of, there's, I have so many things in my steam library that I would not just boot up my, my PC for, you know, like I've bought all these like things on sale, like these games that I've been interested in <laughs> and, and all yeah. these things. Right. And and it's, it's one of those things of like sitting down and going, okay, I'm going to boot up my, my computer for this game. No, probably not. So I feel like this would be the the solution to I can actually, you know, play all these games that I would normally not play on, on my PC. Now, would I probably just play Borderlands on my PC? Yeah, because my PC is obviously better and it runs better and it's going to look graphically probably better. So I would probably just play like the, the other things on this, but I would totally get it. Yeah. So I, I have a, the cheese. <laughs> I have a question yeah. now about something, and this isn't something I don't think any of us will have the answer to, but for games that have like a hot bar, like an MMO or like a game like arc or rust, where you mm. have your hot bar with your stuff at the bottom, there's no keyboard with this thing, but it does have a touch screen. Would you just tap? The hotbar icon is that going to be a feature that developers will implement? You think it, it is touchscreen? Like, is, is this touchscreen? Yeah, it is. Right? Yeah, yeah, I thought right? it was. Yeah. yeah, okay. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. Um, I mean, you could also, I'm hoping that they implement the being able to, um, obviously, because on with PC, most PC games, you can, you can 
change your change your keys and your key bindings. So I'm hoping that also you can do that with all of the, oh, yeah. the keys on this as well. So yeah. <clears throat> I guess we just we'll have to wait and see. I have to wait. Yeah. And see. I, I'm really looking forward to when it, it's in the hands of reviewers and we're getting like the millions of YouTube videos. It's like, check out this game on this on the Steam Deck. And it's like every game in existence, basically like a demo of it being played. Because I just wonder how they run. I'm very curious to see how they're going to run. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm also anxious to see, like, think about what the modding community did for the um, the quest, right? Mm-hmm. Like how all the things that they made those things do that wasn't native features and the fact that they have, like, a way to sideload games you don't normally get and all these homebrew games and things like that. I can imagine that the community for this thing, once it's out, and the fact that you can basically do whatever you want to, that I think the capability is only going to increase, you know what I mean? But yeah, I think it's also all going to be limit. Like it's only going to be restricted by the by the performance that it can do, right? So yeah. I guess we'll just have to wait and see what that actual benchmark is. Another another note on performance is uh, Gabe Newell. Newell, I think is his name, the Valve guy. Uh, he he had said someone asked him about VR, and he said that he couldn't guarantee the performance you would get playing certain VR games, but he said all the ports are available out of the box to play. VR. Yeah. So I guess it's maybe a trial and error kind of thing. Depending, probably not Half Life Alex, but probably something simple. Maybe Beat Saber would work. Frame rate might be iffy then. Beat Saber. Yeah, Beat Saber is awesome. This is so fun. Um, did we talk about pricing yet? I know I had uh, the, the blurb up, but I don't know if we actually went over it. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. It's expensive. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's well, I mean, honestly, the price point for the 64 gig model is $399, $50 more than the new Switch OLED. Um, there is some questions about that because uh, Gabe had also mentioned as someone asked about replacing the solid state drive and, and he had mentioned that the M2 slot in the 64 gig was not in use. So technically you would think you'd be able to install your own and expand the storage yourself, but who knows? I mean, no one's really had a chance to look at the guts on this thing to see if everything's like attached to the motherboard um, or not. So, uh, that'll be interesting to see if that's the case because then the 64 gig becomes way more attractive, I think, than the 512 just because you can put your own storage in for much cheaper. Uh, you can get a 512 uh, solid state drive for much less than what is that, $250 pretty much? Yeah. Um, yeah. So it'll be interesting. I mean, you can get, God, you can get a two terabyte, I think, for that. Maybe just a terabyte. My, I'm not sure. But, um, but- they may not support a two tier. So it's, it's, it's obvious, like you have to make sure that it's going to support whatever you put into yeah. it too. So yeah, there could be that. a max limit to that. Yeah. I wonder, yeah, like who knows if you'll be, be able to like pop the Ram out and up, update the Ram. I don't know. I assume all that yeah. would be kind of locked in. I mean, it's a but, PC. So right, it's a mini PC. So you would yeah. think being a mini PC that it would give you the ability to customize, but that would be awesome. Fingers crossed. We'll see. we'll see. And it maybe, maybe if not with this version, maybe the second version of it or third version, because yeah. they mentioned that this would be something that we kind of get the ball rolling. And then other people can even make their own versions of this hardware. So it's, I don't know, crazy times. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited though. All right. So I uh, had mentioned at the top of the show that, Emily was very upset that we didn't talk about Borderland news during E3. And uh, she cursed the skies and shook her fist at us. Hey, it's Skybug. <laughs> it's her dog, Sky. Everybody say hello to Sky. Hi, Sky. Hello. I, I have pussycat. She has dog. That's how that yeah. works. 
But anyways, um, so Emily, why don't you fill us in on some of the stuff that was announced for Borderlands um, at E3? And also, if you have any thoughts about the Borderland movie, we would love to hear that too. And- yeah. yeah. So yeah. Oh God. There's there's so there's so much I could talk for for hours on it. But um, <laughs> so at E3, one of the very first things Gearbox announced was Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, and it um, they'd been teasing it for like a week, week and a half. It was just a tease that had this weird you know background with these flames coming up, and it said be key, be chaotic, great. And they finally revealed that the tra- the trailer and they revealed Tiny Tina um, and Butt Stallion um, are coming back. And pretty much you are if, if you played Borderlands 2 and you played Bunkers and Badasses, the DLC Bunkers and Badasses, um, it's going to be like a not a really continue not really continuation, probably, but they're going to take the same type of, of play style um, and expand on that. So if you didn't play it, um, what the DLC in Borderlands 2 was, is it was a, D- a D&D style. Tiny Tina was your dungeon master, and she literally made you, like, go through, you know, this made-believe, make-believe town trying to find the, the princess, which ended up being, but, you know, Butt Stallion. Um, and so, and, and there was all these really funny things that, you, you know, you saw you, they had a gun that would shoot swords um, in, in that DLC. So it was more, that was more geared towards the Borderlands, like two and Borderlands three style of gameplay. This is going to be a little bit more geared towards like that MMO um, along with a like a Borderlands feel. So you're going to have, um, instead of grenades, you're going to have spells. Um, and they've 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 said that they're going to do that um they have a huge cast they have uh, will arnett um wanda sykes andy samberg um playing the uh some of the the characters in there of course um ashley birch is reprising her role as tiny tina um and uh of course butt stallion is coming back as well um so but as you can yeah as you can see here you're gonna have spells you're gonna have guns you're gonna have it's going to just be like a, a smash up between a D&D campaign and Borderlands. And um, it's it just it, we don't know a whole lot about it other than we're going to have magic spells. Um, we're going to have guns. Um, there's probably going to be a, the RNG factor, the you know, the 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 rolling of the of the the dice and, and all that stuff, too. The rolling of the so, dice. Rolling of the dice. Um, yeah, because like in in. And actually, in in the DLC um, in Borderlands 2, the chest, when you opened them, they rolled the dice. The dice was on top and it rolled. And if you, of course, got the D20, then you got a chance to get, like, a really good gun out of it. So I'm sure that they'll do a lot of stuff like that. But um, there's not a whole lot of information other than the trailer um, and just a little bit of what they've they've talked about it. They said that they are going to announce more stuff come uh, before the summer, before summer ends, what they said. They're going to announce more stuff on it. And it says it's going to be here early 2022. So Gearbox is one of those those companies that when they announce something, it's usually right around the corner. Like they did that with Borderlands 3. Borderlands 3 was announced in, I believe, May. And it was here in September. Yeah, I remember that. That was a pretty quick yeah. turnaround. For yeah. That one. Um, and I mean, so so that that's huge. And then, of course, as soon as that happened, they also Borderlands 3 just got a huge update. And um, 
you now have access to all the seasonal events for free. So Borderlands 3 was doing seasonal events where you did a Halloween event, they did a, um, a Valentine's Day event, and they also did something called uh, Revenge of the Cartels, where you actually went to a cartel leader's hideout and you um, had to go in and just kill a bunch of people. And, and you had to have to go around the galaxy to find all the decoder rings. And it was super synthwave 80s style. Oh, that's cool. And the music is synthwave 80 style too. So when you go in there, it just it's it's there's DeLoreans everywhere. There's iridium piles, dust piles everywhere that you can break and get like the currency. Um, but they made all this stuff permanent, whereas before it was only like a 30 day limited time thing. Yeah. So now you can go in there and you can just do these anytime. So Borderlands 3 right now is like it's the perfect time to play and pick up if you have not played it. Or if you maybe played it when it first came out, it's a completely different game now. Like it's legit, like a, they did a 180, 360, whatever you want to call it. Um, and they they completely turned the game around for the better. And it's, uh, there's so much content right now. So And, and they also updated it, uh, I believe um, in June, I think they updated it to now have crossplay. Yes, that so that's that was the update as well. So they added yeah. all the seasonal events so that you could turn them off and on at any given time. Um, and then they also added crossplay. Sadly, Sony wanted money to enable crossplay. And 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 the, the reason why people were people were like, oh, when Gearbox has said crossplay's coming, crossplay's coming, crossplay's coming, and they said, you know, we're working on it. The reason why it took so long is because Sony kept saying that they wanted money to do crossplay. And finally, Gearbox was like, fine, you don't get crossplay. So the only uh, PC and Xbox can crossplay, but Sony cannot. Gosh, Sony yeah. sucks when it comes yep. to stuff like that. They're so yep. annoying. They like, are, they make yeah. such good hardware and they do make good games, but they are just so crappy when it comes to like they're, fan service. They're money hungry, greedy. Oh, my God. They did that crap too with uh, mod support for Skyrim yeah. when they like wouldn't cave in on certain things, and then mm -hmm. I think like the maximum amount of mod storage is like just pathetic and low. Yeah, and it's just uh, it's so dumb. I hate the way they do things. Yeah. I wish Phil Spencer could run every gaming company, but yeah. uh, that yeah. sounds cool. Tiny Tina, that's not cool. I didn't know what it was, and the fact mm -hmm. that it's like a D and D campaign makes yes. me really interested. Also, I don't know if you watch uh, Mythic Quest, but uh, Ashley Birch is on that show. She's really yes. good on it. Yeah, love yeah. That and show. yeah, I love Ashley Birch and just everything that she does. I mean, yeah. Horizon Zero Dawn, Aloy, uh, yeah. you know, Aloy. She was Aloy. Um, I recently replayed that on stream, and um, just oh, I had I had such a fantastic time. Even though I already knew what was happening, what was going on, I still <laughs> still absolutely loved it. Um, yeah. But no, she she's amazing, and like I said, she's coming back and reprising her role as Tiny Tina. Cool. Um, and I'm excited to see what other things that we get in Wonderlands. So when I was on the border cast, they asked me like, "What do you want from from this video game?" And I said, "I want crossbows. Like, give me like range weapons, because like I we have guns in Borderlands. Like, if I want to play yeah. with guns, I'll go to play Borderlands Three. Yeah. You know." I was like, I want crossbows. Like, give me magic, which we we're getting. We're getting magic in the form of instead of grenades, we are going to be able to like throw magic spells. Um, but I want like crossbows. I want like chakrams. Like, if you yeah, you ever play Kingdoms of Amalur, they have chakrams that you can throw. Like, I want yeah. I want stuff like that. So, so um, you're saying if we, if we get crossbows, it's because of you? Yes. 
Awesome. Yeah, I think that deserves a special thanks credit at least at the end right, of the day. Exactly. Yeah. Consultant. Yeah. I don't know, something. Yeah. Your name better be in the credits. And they <laughs> could lean uh they could also lean heavily into melee weapons as too, I think would be yeah. kind of cool. The, I honestly they've not done melee weapons in a Borderlands. I mean, Zero technically had yeah. his his sword, but it wasn't really something that you could just like, I mean, it was there, but it wasn't like special, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So I think this is their chance to do melee, and I think it'll will will it'll do well. So. Yeah, yeah, especially if they do like a, a stealth based class as well, mm -hmm. which would be kind of cool. So yeah, now, yeah, that too. I'm excited to see what classes like we're gonna yeah. be able to play as. And I have to say, like, I haven't played, uh, I have Borderlands 3. I have maybe played less than an hour of it because I didn't finish Borderlands 2. I didn't want to go to 3. I know, I know, I'm a disgrace. But anyways, uh, maybe that's something we can stream at some point. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, but I think, honestly, though, the uh, the, the whole D&D &D thing is probably enough to suck me back in because I'm oh, yeah. all about that. That sounds really awesome. Yeah. Well, if you, you say you haven't finished Borderlands 2? I have not. No. You, you okay? Oh gosh. Um, yeah. So, board, like Borderlands Two, um, the DLCs are great. The Tiny Tina DLC is probably the best of all the DLCs. Um, okay. But yeah, I mean, the thing is, though, with Borderlands Three, you don't need to have finished Borderlands Two to play Borderlands Three necessarily. Um, it's like the the ending to Borderlands Two doesn't really necessarily play all that into in much in the three okay yes they did do like a right before borderlands 3 came out they actually um did a commander Lilith fight for sanctuary dlc yeah. it was a free dlc that you could get and it essentially led into borderlands 3 um yeah. and it was pretty much just showing us what had had they had been up to since the time oh. frame between okay two and three so all right well i guess i don't have an excuse then yeah so you could always <laughs> just play that part like you could yeah, finish, yeah. play that part, and then play three, and, and you'd be okay. So okay, cool. Yeah. All right, so um, we don't, we probably don't know much about the Borderlands movie to even talk about it, other than it's finished filming, right? That's all we. Uh, know. Yes, so it's finished filming. Sorry, I told you I could talk about this for hours. Um, so <laughs> Borderlands, yes, Borderlands uh, movie is finished filming. Um, they are obviously have a still have a lot of stuff to do. Um, Ariana Greenblatt, who is uh, young Gamora, is um, is Tiny Tina, um, oh, cool. and she she has been posting. If you don't follow her on Twitter, she has been posting nonstop on Twitter about like how excited she is, and 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 if you haven't seen the pictures, so Jamie Lee Curtis is playing Tannis, okay, and she's a photographer. She loves taking backstage photos. She did these silhouette. Uh, if you, you probably find them, um, but she did these silhouette pictures of each of the characters where you didn't see any details, but just the outline of the characters and the characters just came to life. Like they looked like Lilith. It looked like Roland. It looked like tiny Tina. I mean, it was, they were, they were gorgeous, but they were just a light backlit, like backlighting the characters on the stairway. And, uh, they, it, it makes it brings a lot of hype for the movie because the movie isn't necessarily going to be something that goes in line with Borderlands 2 or even Borderlands 1. Yes, it's the same characters, but the actual um, story itself may not go in line with with those games. It's going to be more of its own kind of story. So. So, yeah, like this image here. Yeah. And then they, they had individual ones too. You probably scroll down. They might, they might show them. Um, 
individual ones of each of the characters. Um, and um, yeah, yeah. So year, but yeah, yeah. They they had um, they were and they were on stairwell. So as you can see, like like even though Kevin Hart is a little short, I think he's still gonna do a really good job. Um, and everybody, that's what everybody's like, oh, he's too short to be Roland and he's too funny to be Roland. And I'm like, nah, oh, he's an actor. Like that's the what thing, he does. The thing is though, is if they can make Tom Cruise look tall, they can make yeah. anybody look tall. Oh, hundred so. percent. Yeah. There's, there's Claptrap. There you go. Krieg. Uh, John, right. is that Florian? I think Florian. Um, that's Ariana Greenblatt and Jamie Lee Curtis. Yep. Yeah. That's cool. I'm excited. I'm excited for Next Jamie Lee Roland. Curtis. Yeah. Yep. Yep. There's Roland and then Lilith should be. Yep. Lilith looks great. I'm yeah. just her silhouette just makes me so excited. So Yeah, that's dope. I think yeah, I think it'll be a fun movie. I'm excited to see, get, even get a trailer for it. Um Yes, me too. Who who's making this movie? Uh Eli Roth. Oh shoot. Lion I didn't know that. Eli <laughs> <Okay>. Roth. <laughs> All right. I was like I wonder who's going to everywhere yeah okay i'm excited for it now i yeah. didn't know he was making it so that's pretty yep. great <laughs> yep eli roth oh, man, it's gonna be awesome. it's gonna be awesome yeah 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 well i'm excited um would do we have a release date or in, like a window of any kind no okay. i don't think really? so no wow i thought no. for sure if they already wrapped they would have a, a time it does say 2022 so it looks like we've got a while mm -hmm. bet, bet you it comes out around e3 time next year yeah Maybe, yeah. maybe, so. maybe, because uh, they they did do like Borderlands three. They did a launch party for Borderlands three, like when Borderlands like three released and and yeah. whatnot. So uh, so possibly maybe they uh, could invite someone to uh, see the the you know the the uh, you, the movie when it comes out. Have you been to Gearbox Studios? Uh yeah, been? I I have been. I flew to Texas to visit family one year. And um, I was in contact with the uh, community manager on Twitter, and he was like, "Sure, you want to come hang out and come say come see the office, come play Borderlands." And I was like, <laughs> "So it was like, and it was before Borderlands Three came out. Like it was after the initial like huge party that they had um, yeah. out in California, and um, they pretty much uh, like had they, it was like I think it was like June, the June like before they released Borderlands yeah. Three. And I, me and my friend drove up to, to Dallas, Frisco and, uh, stayed in a hotel and we, we got, I got to play Borderlands <laughs> before it released. Awesome. And it was, it was, it was one of the, it was like one of the highlights of my life. <laughs> like, like Travis, that whatever your highlight of your life was, that was mine. <laughs> I already forgot think, what it was. <laughs> I, I know that there's no release date, but do you think you could use your, your relationship with them to get maybe LA premiere tickets for yourself? Well, that, that, that's what I'm saying. Like maybe if they, cause they, they, <laughs> they invite people, they, they do these events and stuff like that. Hopefully post, post COVID uh, they might do some more of those. That'd and if, be awesome. if they do and they want to, I hope you get them. I hope you get to go to the LA premiere. <laughs> Your uh, we'll picture see. needs Fingers to be crossed. you and Kevin Hart hanging out or something. Um, I'm, or just gonna, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna. Yeah, I don't. I don't even know. I'll. I'll just. I'll just. I'll cry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna yeah. be in a corner, the ball, ball of tears. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, enough about Borderlands. I got to cut you off now. That's fine. We're gonna, I, uh, yeah. I, I just realized we're going to an hour, and we still have a few topics to talk about, Your especially yeah, mm -hmm. Loki. WTF. Absolutely. <laughs> so we're going to talk about the Loki, uh, Loki finale and also theories and stuff like that. So if you haven't, 
If you haven't watched it and you don't want spoilers, I would suggest just turning us off and then finishing the rest later when you can. Uh, we're going to, after this, we're going to answer a couple of um, uh, listener questions and then we're going to wrap it up with uh, our picks of the week. But yeah, so Loki. Uh, so who wants to start off by telling us the thoughts on the episode? I guess I can. Yes, there you go. <laughs> um, so. I mean, we knew going into this one, things were going to get real wild. And, oh, my gosh. I mean, they introduced, while they didn't name him, uh, they did say, he mentioned he was a conqueror. Uh, and we already knew that Jonathan Majors is playing King the Conqueror in Ant-Man uh, 3. So uh, we did get to see King uh, for the first time in the MCU, portrayed by Jonathan Majors. Uh, also goes by He Who Remains. Um <laughs> That whole scene, I will admit, that whole scene was if 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 his performance wouldn't have been as good as it was, that scene would have drug on because mm-hmm. oh yeah, yeah, they were sitting there talking for a long time, and the camera kept zooming in on him, mm-hmm. and then would pull back, and then go back in. I was like, how many times are you gonna do this camera shot? <laughs> but um, yeah, so basically, all the time that had happened had already caught up with what he knew, and he didn't know what was gonna happen next, and he gave them a choice. You can. Uh, you can take over and oversee the sacred timeline, or you can kill me and, and, and create millions of universes. One where there's a millions of Kings out there, all of them different, all of them ready to wreak havoc and just Holy smokes. The multiverse is here. I'm super pumped. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I, uh, I knew it was going to be good, but I wasn't prepared for the ride that they were going to take me and the journey that we were going to go to get there. Um, yeah, that character, I, I wasn't, with Kang, I wasn't a huge fan of how they first initially introduced him into it. Cause I was like, this is just real strange when he's like <laughs> in the elevator and he's like teleporting around and stuff. And I'm just like, this is just strange. But uh, once he actually like sat behind the desk and they got more in the dialogue and stuff like that, and he started doing a little bit of his backstory and like was using his fancy time watch to like show them like about him and his past and stuff. That's when I was really kind of sucked into it. Um, uh, I also really liked, the back and forth between Loki and Sylvia when they were trying to decide what to do. And it just honestly kind of broke my heart for Loki because he felt like he was literally trying to do the right thing. And for once, yeah, for once. And you feel like, man, this is finally his chance, his redemption. And then it's just taken from him. You know what I mean? It's like, it's uh, it makes you feel for him because he, he definitely wanted to be with Sylvia. And, And he even presented that as an opportunity. Hey, you know, you guys can watch over this. You guys can do it together. This will give you a moment to be together. But she chose chaos, right? Yeah. And uh, yeah. and just the ramifications that we saw unfold after that, you're like, what? <laughs> what? What's yeah. happening? Like, I, I think that she maybe still thought that it was a trap, like that what she was doing is the, still, is the right thing. And who's to say that was the right thing or the wrong thing or, or whatever. Um, what I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see what happens next because like you said, all those different multi, you know, verses now exist because it's past the red line. There's no going back. Yeah. Right. There's, there's absolutely no going back. And so also I'm hoping that she realizes what she's done and she goes in search of Loki because who knows what timeline he's on, who knows what multiverse he's in. She kicked him. She kicked him into a multiverse and she's going to have to search every single multiverse to find him. 
Yeah. You know? Oof. And yeah, yeah. And 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 the thing is, is like, and then they kissed, and I was just like, oh, I was like, I was like, you kissed yourself, but who else would you have had been in love? I mean, who else could you have found that like loved you as much as you? Like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, like it's kind of fitting. It is. It's very fitting. Yeah, I. Uh, this guy. This guy yeah. right here. Yeah. Yeah. This guy. Justin, you have something to say? I heard you take a big deep breath. <gasps> yeah. Um. I was going to talk about Mobius for a moment because I really, even when she defeated him once again at the TVA office, he's like, all right, you got me. Just prune me again. Basically. <laughs> I enjoyed that. Um, going back to you mentioning um, Loki being thrown into a different universe. Um, and when he finds Mobius and Hunter mm-hmm. B 15 and they don't know who he is, that crushed me. I don't know yeah. why I'm so yeah, invested. It crushed me too. Yeah, I'm so invested in the Mobius Loki bromance. Like, I yeah. only care about those two characters right now in the MCU. Um, so I, I don't, I just, I don't know how. Yeah, he will ever be reunited with yeah. anybody that he knows, like or yeah. that knows him. It's just crazy. So my, another thing I noticed, of course, is I think before everything split, Rin, Rin, Rin is it Rin Slayer? Am I saying it right? Rin, yeah. Okay, so. so she left. We don't know where the heck she went. Um, she went she to said free will. Free will. She said free will. So, so like, is so is like, is she? I think she's gonna have to end up teaming up or finding Loki and Sylvie, and because they're the they're probably the only three people now that know what's really going on in a way. Um, yeah. Like, I'm. I'm. Ex- I like her character. I really like her character. I think she knows more than she's letting on. I mean, she has from the beginning, obviously. Well, she definitely um, does, yeah. Right. So I love that they showed her past, too, like who mm-hmm. she was in a past life. She's a yeah. teacher or principal yeah. or something like that. So, yeah. yeah. Um, she went to Ohio I, State University, too. Did y'all notice that? She had a plaque on the wall. Did she? That's, that's interesting. Yeah. I feel like yeah. Marvel and Ohio have this relationship right with thor yeah yeah there's been a ton mm-hmm. of ohio references just in everything and they i know mm-hmm. i think they filmed avengers in cleveland uh instead of new york so they've got this soft spot a black widow had a scene i think in cleveland like they've just that's i think that's where they started out actually yeah. so like uh yeah they have this love affair with ohio which is interesting because well, thor the ohio i think sucks. it was thor the dark world um yeah. had a had a like actually had Ohio state in it, like mm-hmm. the, the campus. So, yeah. yeah. I, uh, yeah. what I, what I'm anxious to see is, um, what season two holds. Cause that was also a plot twist. Cause I think everybody oh, I going into, everybody going into this was like, Oh, Disney's just doing these like one season shows. And then all of a sudden you see those after credits and you're like, Oh, okay, cool. Um, one thing too, um, that I thought was interesting is I was thinking about, um, you remember in uh, Infinity War when Doctor Strange was going through all the possibilities of how they won? Mm-hmm. Do we think mm-hmm. that this has to do with the multiverse, but we didn't know it at the time? Because how was he able to search through all those different possibilities if they didn't exist? Maybe. I don't know. I just, We're getting into Doctor Who territory here, okay? <laughs> yeah, Doctor Who? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, I, I honestly don't know if I'm smart enough to keep up with the MCU after this. Like, I'm, yeah. I might be too dumb to get to understand what's happening. Um, yeah. it's, you definitely are. 
I mean, because with the movies, like, what? How is this going to impact the movies from here on out? How is this going to? Because is is Agents of Shield still on? Are they still making seasons of that, or did they end that? Did they? Because I liked Agents of Shield because every time there was a movie, Agents of Shield took a break, and the movie happened, and then Agents of Shield picked back up and was like, "Oh, that happened," <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, so I was like, I would have loved for them to have an Agents of Shield. Like, like mini, they could do even like a mini series of Agents of Shield of like hitting on like what ha- what is happening now, like yeah. how this affects the universe. Yeah, I think Multiple what Spider Man will be the first multiverse mm-hmm. movie we get, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's gonna have. Uh, I think they're also gonna introduce Doctor Strange in that, and then also leading into his movie. Uh, we get that Christmas too. We haven't even gotten a trailer yeah. for it yet, which is crazy no. to think about. We get um, what's the, was it Shang Chi? Is that the one? Yeah. Am I saying that right? Um, I think so. We get we get that. Um, I think October. No, September. September third. Holy smokes! Yeah, that's crazy. So we might get a Spider Man trailer around that time. Did you all watch the uh, trailer for What If? Yeah. If you haven't, I would definitely recommend it. It's a yeah. new show. It's a new show coming to Disney Plus. That it's animated and they use the likeness of like the 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 characters from the MCU. Uh, but basically it's a story about like, what if scenarios? Like, so the things that we know as of like in this modern MCU now, what if things were different? So like, as you're watching the trailer, you they're introducing a character that you obviously think star Lord, but when he takes his mask off, it's uh, black Panther. Uh, hmm. Or like in the beginning of Iron Man, when he's about to die and get blown up by a missile, uh, the villain in Black Panther saves him. Uh, Kill- Killmonger. Killmonger, I think. Yeah, Killmonger. Yeah. And it's just like all these different things that you think you know how it's going to unfold, but it's something completely different. And that's why they call it What If, because it's like all these. Then they even get into like, there's a, a sneak, like a small little snippet of Captain America as a zombie. Yeah. And like, Peggy Carter, she is Captain America, I believe, and that isn't she? Uh, Captain Carter, yes. Captain Carter. Yes, but uh, it looks really neat, and that comes out in August. Uh, which uh, so you should definitely check that out. Um, will. Yeah, but Loki, I'm super excited. I'm super. Uh, I'm wondering if it's possible we see Loki in Doctor Strange or Spider Man. I'm willing to bet we'll see him in Doctor Strange. I'm not so sure about Spider Man. Maybe Doctor Strange, yeah. yeah. Um, I think, and I so I kind of wonder too because let's let's go back to One Division. Emily, have you seen One Division? Yeah, I've I've, okay. I've watched them all. Okay, great, perfect. Um, yeah. So the, po- the the very end of that, she's in this cabin far away. She's doing her witch stuff, <laughs> and then she her hears powers. her her power. She hears her kids talking. Mm-hmm. They're Could, screaming. Yeah, they're like mom, mom, whatever. Could they be possibly in a different universe? And could Ralph Boner, Evan <laughs> Peters, could he actually really be? a multiverse quicksilver like could all of that kind of make sense i don't know because people have brought this. that up especially about the kids yeah I, yeah that that like that whole scene was just like i mean there has to be significance <laughs> behind yeah. the kids saying something yeah. and i don't really know like what else that could be unless because like i mean i know she like conjured them up but like maybe she didn't erase them maybe she teleported them somewhere and didn't realize it i don't know maybe i'm dumb i think i'm too dumb to keep up with it now no well and then you've also got the vision 
Like yeah. he's he has visions memory, so he's vision. Like he yeah. is he still like, he's he's, he's, he's out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah. uh I mean maybe I don't know. Like I, I can't even. Yeah, it's like you said, Justin. It's like I. Who knows? Yeah. We're gonna think one thing, and it's gonna be a complete opposite. I hope that yeah. we get some. I'm really. I think I'm more excited for the post-credit scene of Shang Chi than I am the actual movie. Yeah. And I think I'm probably more excited about the post-credit scene for Spider-Man because I just want to get to Doctor Strange now. Yeah, and and, and like yeah. you were saying with like Loki, I I want to see Loki more mm-hmm. in movies now. I want like even though yeah like he's 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 a villain but like I've I always enjoyed Loki as a villain though in yeah. all the movies that he was ever in I I truly enjoyed his character and so the fact that they did a whole show on it just makes you love him even more and obviously he's grown and I I really hope that he gets his own movie oh, that'd be cool I would love yeah. a Loki movie but uh-huh. that's just me I yeah, I, sure. I do wonder like how long we're gonna have to wait for a season two like. I, I can't imagine they would have announced the season two without having an idea of what it's going to cover and where right. it fits in with the movies. Like, will it be pre Dr. Strip? No, probably not. Cause I think that's early 2022, but like, where does it fit? And like, will it pick up with Mobius going, who are you? Or will it pick up like, will that part already be resolved? Maybe in a, a movie post credit scene. I don't know. I just have so many questions and like, I know yeah. that it's going to be a while. I'm just not patient enough for it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see what unfolds. And I think we're all just going to have to learn how to be patient because it's it's honestly going to be one of those ways that if there's if they want to bring back any characters that were killed off, this yep. would be a way they could do it because oh, yeah. there's now a yeah. multiverse of possibilities. So this will probably we be how get, we get, well, no, probably not. I was going to say how we get X-Men and maybe Fantastic Four, but probably not. They'll probably just introduce them organically. Yeah, oh, yeah. so, all right, well, um, so let's move on. So we're going to answer a couple of listener questions. And I think the first one uh, we got was from Cortland. So Justin, you want to put that up? So go ahead. Oh yeah. Cortland wants to know what our favorite Wes Anderson movie is. Uh, Emily, you said you've never seen a Wes Anderson movie before, right? I, I thought maybe I had, and I looked, I looked up all, like I looked up Wes Anderson <laughs> movies and I, I was like, and I actually, the first thing that pulls up, which is, probably going to be one you'll recommend to me is the grand budapest hotel it's a great one that was um, the one i think that won oscars yeah yeah so yeah. and i've and i've always meant meant to watch that always okay. meant to but never did so yeah but no haven't seen anything i scrolled for hours it feels okay. like and I, I saw none of them <laughs> uh so. my favorite is the royal tenenbaums um it's just a funny yet heartbreaking story has mobius in it uh i'm gonna start calling owen wilson mobius from here yeah. on out actually he's actually in like almost every wes anderson movie uh really? both of the wilson brothers are yeah they right. went to college with wes anderson and um there's a third wilson brother also that appears in them as well um but yeah they're in pretty much all of them uh i would recommend the royal tenenbaums that is my favorite but you really can't go wrong grand budapest hotel uh life aquatic with steve zisu is really good uh moonrise kingdom is fantastic mm-hmm. fantastic mr fox i mean that's an animated stop motion animation movie but it's really good um, i'm really excited to see uh, the french dispatch when it comes out um real quick i'm gonna we had a comment from justin's Werner. he was what you guys think of the fear street movies i only saw I the first one actually I watched the first one this weekend. It was actually pretty good. Um, I'm going to watch the other two coming up. Travis, have you seen them? I've not seen them, but that's on my to-do list this week. Yeah. 
Anytime. Uh, but yeah, I'd recommend uh, the Royal Tenenbaums um, or like Grand Budapest or Moonrise Kingdom. I okay. think those are probably the most the, easy, the to, one, best ones to ease you into. Yeah, I'll try to watch one of those right. before next week. <laughs> okay. That way, I can okay. give you my my full review. I cannot wait, Travis. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, so for me, um, one of my favorites is Isle of Dogs. Um, I really oh, I like that movie. That yeah, yeah, Isle of Dogs is great. Um, I actually just recently watched uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox, and it was really good as well. Um, and then several months ago, I actually watched Grand Budapest Hotel for the first time. I- I'm late. I'm not as late, obviously, as Emily, but I am late <laughs> to the Wes Anderson, uh, the Wes Anderson right. train. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, I've liked what I've saw so far. And then uh, two weeks ago, I was bored one evening when I was doing laundry, and I actually watched Rushmore. I love Rushmore, which, which I didn't know at the time that it was a Wes Anderson movie. Yeah, yeah, um, I love it. But but one thing you'll notice, Emily, about Wes Anderson movies, especially if you start to watch um, a lot of them, mm-hmm. is the way that the is that the way the movies are actually shot. Uh, he uses a lot of the same style of uh, shots in and a lot of his movies. It's 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 almost one of those things where you can watch. And you don't know it's a Wes Anderson movie, and you're like, this must be a Wes Anderson movie. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. He's very he has a very quirky uh everything, art style, directing style, mm-hmm. dialogue style. Like it's all very honestly, if I could recommend one thing to you, it would be a Saturday Night Live sketch from a few years ago okay. where it's a Wes Anderson horror movie. <laughs> and I I love that sketch. Edward Norton plays Owen Wilson, and oh. it's so funny. You'll if, have to link it to me. I will. If anyone out there is yeah. a fan of Wes Anderson or even not, and you want to make fun of Wes Anderson, look up the SNL sketch. It's a Wes Anderson horror movie trailer. It's so funny. It Honestly, if I, I, I could be the saddest I've ever been, I could watch that video and forget about everything. It's so funny. Is, I, have, I have a question. Can you see who's watching right now? Is Cortland watching by chance? I can't see who, no. Oh, well, I'm so surprised that he wrote in and wanted us to have this conversation, but he didn't tell us what his favorite Wes Anderson movie is. I know. Um, he did Besides. tell me the other day uh, that uh, the French Dispatch got a nine-minute standing ovation at the Cannes Film Festival, which I love how they judge like a movie's quality by how long the standing ovation was. And, uh, I just, yeah. yeah. So nine minutes, that's, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. So, let's, uh, so last question <clears throat> was actually from one of my friends, Ben. Um, and, uh, <laughs> it's actually about Assassin's Creed. He says, uh, not sure if any of you have played Assassin's Creed enough, uh, to be interested in the topic, but how about Ubisoft's announcements of Assassin's Creed, uh, infinity? Um, I'll be honest. Uh, I had to actually go look up what this was because I've, I haven't honestly gotten super into Assassin's Creed since Black Flag. I've tried, but for some odd reason, I just can't get sucked into uh, into them and especially Valhalla with having over a hundred hours of gameplay. It was just really hard for me just to stick with it. Um, but, uh, Justin, you actually had a little bit of information about this, right? Yeah. Um, so it, the plan is to make it like a live service game, kind of like, uh, destiny. Um, I guess you could lump Fortnite in with that, um, where it's just always evolving. So maybe instead of an annual release, there'll be like one game, and then maybe the next year there might like this is the example I use. It's not a good example because this is Assassin's Creed. But like, look at the Fortnite map for instance. Like they've had like meteors hit, and, like aliens and spies and Deadpool and everybody has appeared on the on the uh, on the Fortnite island. It would be something like that where maybe um, a year later, maybe it would be the same map, but maybe there'd be some sort of event that would alter the map um, or alter the story in some way. Uh, details are pretty slim right now, so it's just kind of like a lot of speculating. 
Um, but but the a lot of uh, uh, media outlets believe that holiday 2022 is the earliest we'll see it. Um, I don't think I like this idea. I think uh, just let it be a single player story. I don't really think we need uh, everything to be uh, monetized so heavily, which I'm sure this is the reason they're doing it. It's a business after all. Got to get that money. Um, but I just don't want to see them ruin it like they've ruined um, Ghost Recon. Um, they've ruined it because that, that's, I think you could consider that a game as a service game uh, or a live service game, what we're going to call it. Um, I just don't want to see them ruin a good franchise uh, by just trying to squeeze out a few more pennies so yeah yeah i'd appreciate if they wouldn't do that <laughs> that's me though what if they made a what if they made an assassin's creed game kind of like a rainbow six siege where it was a team-based game is that weird i don't think that would work no i'm, I'm okay. yeah pass yeah. <laughs> all i said that because I, I know you're a huge siege fan they are uh ubisoft is going to be announcing a new game tomorrow actually uh mm-hmm. if i could find the clip ign uh get out of here google <laughs> um i can't find it it's like a first person shooter um and i gotta be honest with you it's in the tom clancy universe but i gotta be honest it just oh, here it is i found it um i'll share my screen real quick uh, bye justin oh no <laughs> He said, "I'm out." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Oh, we'll do it live. Um, yep. Uh, but anyway, uh, it's like this first-person shooter. Um, I didn't add it to the stream because I'm flustered where I kicked myself off. Um, <laughs> but it's like this first-person shooter, and honestly, it just screams free-to-play. Uh, oh, so yeah, I don't know. We'll see tomorrow what it is. It's in the Tom Clancy universe, but I don't know what Tom Clancy. Tom Clancy died, so he did, definitely did not come up with this. Kind of looks um, a little divisiony. It looks. It looks it's a little like bit. Siege meets division. division. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, I hope yeah. it's good. I mean, anytime I see a game from even like a developer, I think that might be scummy. I still hope the game is good because having good games is good for us. I mean. Yeah. So, I mean, I hope it's good, but it just, uh, I don't know. I don't really trust do they, Ubisoft anymore. Do they have, does Ubisoft have any kind of free to play game that like competes with anything like Warzone or they like, have Fortnite oh, or anything like that? Uh, they had Hyperscape, I think is what it was called. It was a, a battle royale um, that wasn't very, I'm not going to say it wasn't good. It was unique, but it just didn't gain any traction. Um, and then they have a division free to play game in the works, which I believe is going to be like a division battle royale, but that's not it. Yeah. That's something okay. else. And this, this announcement is supposed to be tomorrow. You said, yeah, okay, I think cool. IGN has the, we'll have it tomorrow. Well, yeah, I guess we'll definitely talk about it, uh, next week and see, uh, maybe get our reactions to it as well. Um, but yeah. Okay. Well, Emily, I know you've had all show and I, I, we'll, we'll go to you last, but, You've had all show to think about a pick of the week, and it's now now come to that time for pick of the week. We're not going to sing it together because it's not that kind of show because it's going to be terrible. But it is time for pick of the week, and Justin, we'll start with you. Pass. Oh, okay. Well, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. No, I'm going to pick. This is actually tough because I was going to pick Space Jam Two because (laughs) it might be the greatest movie I've ever seen. I mean, it's a masterpiece. I know. I hope Flip's still here. Um, No, I'm going to probably go with. um, I'm actually not prepared. I'm going to go with probably Loki. Um, 
just for the simple fact that it um, it's changed everything now. I mean, the MCU, this foundation, this 10, 11, 12 year in the making film series is now forever flipped up on it upside down um, on its head. So, I mean, everything from this point forward is different. It's all because of Loki. So I'm going to go with Loki, yeah. the finale. I had the whole season. Loki, the finale. Okay. The whole season. Well, oh, the whole season. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Fair enough. I just, you said it and I just wasn't listening. Um, all right. So uh, my pick of the week uh, is actually um, – something that uh, I've been using a lot lately that I bought and it's going to sound like a shameless plug, but it's not, um, is my new iPad I bought, my iPad Pro, because uh, it is now the thing I use the most. I know I talked about it last week because I talked about how they actually brought Divinity 2 to it and how impressive that was. Um, however, just, I don't know, man. I've just, it's literally sitting beside me right now. I use it so much. Um, it's just made my life so much easier with work and just personal use and just, everything and i will tell you that if you have an ipad pro and you have not bought the magic keyboard you need to do that because it totally changes this thing it doesn't even feel like an ipad anymore it feels like something completely different but anyways that is my pick of the week so i hope i've bought you enough time emily in case justin stole your pick of the week by saying loki uh, we can share yeah. we can share uh, Oh, okay. Well, if I if I couldn't have thought if I couldn't think of anything, I was gonna say Loki. But um, I did think of something. It's actually not out yet, but I've been really hyped for this game. Borderlands? Um, no, I'm just kidding. No, it's not out yet. Um, I'm at the expansion, the um, DLC. No, it, that, that's that's whole game. Tiny Tina's Wonderlands is a whole new game. Oh, it's not okay. a well, DLC. That's... Yeah, oh, it's a whole okay. new game. Okay. Now anyways, anyways, um, so this game is actually also published by Gearbox, um, <laughs> and it's called Tribes of Midgard. I don't know if okay. you guys have seen anything on it. Yes. Uh, I, yes. What, is that the 10-player yes. co-op game? Yes. I Ten want that. 10-player or solo Viking yeah. co-op, like taking down like huge giants. Um, you, you explore the Norse realm. Um, you actually upgrade your Viking, and, and you get loot, and, and it just... I've, I've been hyped for this for like the last month because they've been hyping it up on Twitter. Um, and it looks amazing. It comes out on the 27th, as you see there. Yeah. Um, it, it just, it like, I love the art style. I think the art style is really awesome. Um, it's top down. So you're, it's like almost kind of like um, rogue, like top down dungeon crawler, but it's all outside, <laughs> you know, in this beautiful environment too. Um, I just, I cannot wait to play this. I hope that it's my pick of the week for the next couple weeks, like when it actually does come out and I get to play it. Um, but they're also going to be doing seasons with this as well. Oh, cool. So, and they're free seasons. Wow. So the first cool. season's July 27th, which is when the game comes out. Um, you get to, you get rune systems, level rewards, new bosses, new gear, um, to collect all that stuff. So, and then each season, there's a season in September, there'll be a season in November and a season in January. Um, and then it's just new free stuff that you get with it. So you have all these different, yeah, Andy man, tribes of Midgard. It, yeah, it's, it's going to be something I'm going to be playing a lot, um, when it comes out along with Borderlands. Um, and as you can see there, you've got like a skill tree, you can, you get to like level up and you get to, yeah, it, it, yeah. And it's 10 yes. players. Very few games allow 
co-op what happens, 10 player. So. What happens if you don't have 10 players? Will you be will the enemies just scale to how many players you have or will oh, you have bots or AI? So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So um, Gearbox is always kind of known for like, you know, doing that drop in, drop out co-op mm. um, to where, you know, if someone drops out, it doesn't penalize you. It just, you know, the the enemies are just going to get a little bit less, you know, difficult. Um, but the more people that are in there, the more difficult you're going to you're going to find the uh, bosses and stuff. So and as you can see, they have different quests and and all that, too. So but the, okay. the new the first season is called the Wolf Saga. Yeah, that looks good. I'm excited to play it. I saw this just the other day, um, yeah. and I was intrigued by it. But uh, yes. yeah, I'm, I'm, you said the 27th? 27th, yeah. Nice. I'm excited to play I'm it. Glad, uh, I'm glad you brought this up because this was not even on my radar, and I didn't even know anything about it. Oh. But me personally, I love, 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 love Diablo-like games, and this looks a lot like a Diablo meets Borderlands yes. situation, which mm -hmm. I'm a fan of. So. Yep, yep. Sounds like, good. Anything loot, yeah. Yeah, and uh, is this um, PC only? Is it also coming to console? Like PlayStation and uh, PC, I believe. Okay. Um, I think it's going to be a PS5 version too, not just a yes, PS4 version. Yes, PlayStation. Yeah, play, uh, it's PlayStation, so it's going to be, I think, PS4 and PS5 and Steam. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. Crossplay, yeah. do we know yet? Probably not since it's Sony. Probably not. Yeah, yeah. probably uh, not. Probably not. <laughs> well, I guess I'll be buying it on uh, probably PC then. Yeah, probably soon. <laughs> And it's it's really what's another really cool thing just to kind of like add on to it. Um, Corsair is partnering with them so that your IQ software, if you have Corsair stuff, yeah. it plays with the game. Oh. So your keyboard and all your Corsair stuff lights up with the game and what's happening with the game. So if you have a headset that's RGB and like changes colors and lights up, yeah. like if you get hit or something then you might like you might see like the light change or whatever so that's cool um which is which is pretty pretty awesome so that's yeah. good. well good pick uh good pick and hopefully uh i don't know what's uh it'll probably be two weeks from now we'll talk we'll be talking about it on the episode um so yeah that's definitely cool um that also looks like a game just saying that also looks like it can be really good for the uh steam deck just saying mm -hmm. yeah yeah so uh, but anyways, uh, well, that wraps up our show. Uh, Emily, I have to say great first show. Great yeah, first thanks. show. Y'all. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you educated us about Borderlands, and <laughs> I'm glad you're here. And uh, hold on. What's Homie Flip say? Hashtag ad. Travis and his iPad. Apple, Apple Pay man. <laughs> That's right. But yep. anyways, uh, <laughs> that wraps up 112, and uh, we'll be we'll be back be back next week with 113 and all kinds of new uh, exciting news and things to talk about. So guys, thanks. Have a good one guys. Bye. Bye.